Hi, it's Danielle here, and welcome to the Archangel Podcast. In this podcast, we will unpack the things we know and explore the things we crave to find out. You will hear the experiences and stories of not only myself, but of others. We will address what goes on in our society from various standpoints, the psychological, social, political, spiritual, and emotional. Welcome to the Archangel Podcast, where Hanyel helps you translate higher-level concepts into language, words, frequencies to integrate and to understand. Hi there, welcome back to the Archangel Podcast. My name is Hanyel, of course. And I'm so happy to be back because I've been gone for a while and a lot has happened since we've recorded. So I'm just very excited to get the chance to make new content and be able to continue to do this because, you know, we're in self-quarantine. We had a lot going on, final exams, and just a lot going on in the world. So I'm ready to come back and unpack with you guys on various topics topics and I have a lot in store for you guys so be prepared and one of those new additions to the podcast is our very first speaker our very first guest on the Archangel podcast and she's a very good friend and she also goes to my university Penn State and she is a fellow cancer. So, you know, I'm, I'm just very happy to have this addition to the podcast. So let me give you a little bit of introduction to her. So her name's Amia Boone. She's a student at Penn State University, like I said. She's studying health policy and administration, and she is from Skipback, Pennsylvania. Her passions include music and encouraging creativity, beauty, and wellness. And you can check out her music. She's also a singer and artist, and her name is 24 Notes, and her blog is a penny at 20. So I'm going to At the end of the podcast, I'm going to give you a link to her social medias and you can check her out. So welcome, Amia. Hi, Amia. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be on the Archangel podcast and I'd love to get right into it because we got some great stuff to talk about. Yes, we really do. So today we are going to talk about relationships and this isn't just going to be just relationships overall, this is going to be about the foundation of that relationship based on the story of Adam and Eve. And, you know, even if you're, I would say, even if you're not a Christian or religious, I know many people that know the story of Adam and Eve, and it has been a foundation of many of the things we see in relationships today. So we kind of want to unpack that and several different things um, based on that original story so with this podcast today we're all gonna we're gonna unpack temptations in relationship trust and how that looks like in modern day relationships and the influences and we can talk about sin and how that plays an important part in relationships now and moving forward in society so first I want to know a little bit um, about your experience Amia with how you learned the story of Adam and Eve and basically what you got from that original introduction to it 
Yeah, so I definitely, I grew up in a Baptist church, so we were very, like, I don't want to say strict with the religion, but, like, a lot of things just didn't fly in the church. So when they taught us Adam and Eve, it was like, God made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve, and this is love, and this is relationship, this is how it's supposed to work. And I was like, okay. And then you get out into the real world, and you see different forms of love and, like, trust and relationships, and it kind of just makes you question, well, like, yes, this is the story, but, like, how have, like, different religions interpreted different ways? How can we read it and still find, like, where people went wrong, people went right? Like, how the man and the woman, how that dynamic is really supposed to work. Yeah, that's true. I think I've had similar experiences with that is that it has to be like a man and a woman dynamic. And that's pretty much the foundation. And it goes along with many of the things where that's acceptable in relationships. Like you're supposed to, the man's supposed to do this role and the woman's supposed to do this role. So I think it's apparent that we still have some of those views based on that story. So I kind of wanted to go into how the role of purpose, um, like a man's purpose and a woman's purpose. And do you think it's significant to relationship now? Do you think like, for example, the man should be like the breadwinner and or the woman should be this? Do you think that still comes from that story of Adam and Eve? I think it most definitely does because you have a lot of couples today that will like go back and forth like well you're supposed to do this and you're supposed to do that and like personally I don't like being told anything I'm supposed to do right me either (laughs) so I was talking to someone and they were like oh yeah the man's supposed to bring home money and the woman's supposed to cook and I was like the woman's not supposed Mm -hmm. to cook and he was like but you didn't say anything about the man bringing home money so what's that right yeah But, like, to your point, I think it just depends on, like, the individual and how you're raised. And it can just mm-hmm. be, like, misconstrued in a lot of different ways just based on how you see the world. I think that's just, like, the craziest thing for me. Yeah, I would say that's true because I... As like a person who grew up, I grew up as a Seventh-day Adventist in the Seventh-day Adventist church. So, um, and that was like um, prevalent in Jamaica. And it's it was very strict on those roles, you know? And even though it was like a collective society, I mean like we all, our, most of our family members consisted of like 10 people in a household or six people in a household. And my uncle, for example, he would like cook but then it would be other things would be like, oh, that's strictly for a woman. For example, I would say going out and making the money, but it was okay to do certain other things such as cooking and cleaning and that was okay. So it's, it's just very crazy how that happens. And um, going back to the original story, I would say that um, one thing I, I found when I was researching more about the story, even from my own experience and learning it, was that the idea that many people think or say that God created Um, Eve as a companion right and that was the only job was as a companion and um, I would say many people look at it differently and it could be interpreted differently so what do you think about that? 
that's crazy that you said that. I'm like reading the Bible, and it says like if we're like looking at the story, it says Adam was made first. God made Adam, yes, correct. Then God was like, okay, Adam can't be here by himself. And that's how sometimes I feel when I date guys. Like sometimes I don't want to be leaving them alone too long. Right. God <laughs> said, here you go. Here's Eve. She's gonna keep you entertained. And then it's just kind of like based on that new dynamic of now two people here. It's just like how do y'all make it work? together and I just think of like Beyonce whenever I think of anything because Beyonce my girl I was listening to the song XO and that whole album she's saying that like the woman's job is to compliment the man mm-hmm. I'm like, okay we're supposed to compliment him but I don't think that we're supposed to like surely rely on him because just like the same way God made man right like made woman to just be as good as the man not compliment him and be like his little accessory compliment him and where he's not his best like Yes. yes. (laughs) It is. Yeah. It it really is. It just makes me think about how people really take that to be true. And it goes into like other things we see in society, like overall, like how people treat women. Some people like look down on women or in certain things that we do, you know, and you'll see in like social media, for example, like only fans and and stuff like that and like oh women shouldn't show their bodies women shouldn't do this like basically we don't have a choice or the woman should be a facilitator of that choice or we should confide in them to make that decision and it's just interesting because many people reference the bible you know and 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 basically twist the words or just use certain parts of the Bible and the story to justify that action. And, um, yeah, and I would see it and I would say it comes up in, like, other stories, too. I know I looked into the story of um, Islamic religion and how their kind of creation story of Adam and Eve, there wasn't one person to blame, you know, um, Eve, um, Adam and Eve ate the fruit and they weren't supposed to eat from the tree. I said it was two trees. So it just shows in their story, they it was equally blame. Like they said, both Adam and Eve are to be blamed for this action. But in other creation stories, um, more people would say, oh, Eve influenced um, Adam to eat the fruit. Do you think that both ideas kind of tempt her or what were you taught? What do you think on that topic? To say that they both were equally wrong, I think mm-hmm. that's something fair to look at. I think no one should have like a victim mentality in anything that you do. You should always be like very aware of your actions and how you are affecting other people. That's how you person mm-hmm. so i can't see that side and then i can also see how just from that like one story there's just been like as the bible says like anonymity between the two people we're not as like men and women i feel like we're just not communicating well and that's right. why we were talking about like michael todd releasing his relationship book I think yes that's, that's really powerful because a lot of people don't know a thing about relationships right <laughs> Loki is struggling. Even like I can say personally, when I pick a guy, it's just kind of like I pick him, and then I'd be like, "Well, no, I don't like that." And right. Like, well, I like these. I don't like that. I'd be like, "God, which is it? Which do I like this man? Do I not like this man?" <laughs> Yeah, I I definitely agree because sometimes I'll just look at 
what everyone else is doing like how do I figure out relationships because I feel as though I'm a bad <laughs> I'm bad when it comes to relationships I yes we cancers let me tell you like you know you know the experience with cancers like we could we love so much I feel like we're very empathetic and sometimes we can it can lead us to go into wrong things like we can be so empathetic that we we attach to the wrong people because we don't see those red flags like yes (laughs) those red flags we ignore red flags we really do so we can I would say like I look at sometimes I'll look subconsciously look at other people as examples even like my mom for example like my family I would look at them and I would say like in my experience my the women in my family has been have been really independent they I would say a lot of people in my family aren't really married at the moment so how do what do I look at as an example of marriage I'll look at the story like I'll look at the bible and I was just reading I was just uh, listening to Reloaded because from Michael Todd this morning I listened to it because I I finished the entire first series because my friend put me on and I listened to it I was like I needed this at the time like I really did but I didn't get a chance to watch the Reloaded until this morning I tuned into it and I had some I saw some really good pointers too like we like we like I said, we look at other people, societies to see what relationships look like. And yeah, like, yeah, it's really bad because it's just like not a good example. And we're all looking at each other. That's the thing. So if we're all looking at each other blindly, then where are we going to go? The, we're going to make the same mistakes. So just having a like a reference of what to do with that. But um, going into like... I want to kind of talk about basically trust and communication since you brought up that we don't know how to communicate sometimes a lot of people in relationships kind of are afraid to be honest with each other because just like protection protecting each other and just for other reasons just how does communication play a huge role and especially in the um, story of Adam and Eve do you think the communication would have been better because you know like I would say Eve wasn't there for the conversation when he had it with God about this and that because she wasn't created yet so many people say that's that's the issue because she wasn't really there so how would she know the extent of what the consequences would be but then taking responsibility for the action afterwards when many people said that Adam really didn't step up she he kind of like pushed the blame towards Eve and then Eve took responsibility so what do you think about that situation and how that ties into communication you can't have a relationship without trust right i love when people are trying to argue that i'm like okay that sounds good but if you don't trust that man yeah so then it comes back to i think when eve wasn't created yet 
I like question myself like when I'm in that situation and the guy's telling me something I'm like do I trust him like do I trust what he's saying it's actually going to be beneficial to me and then I have to take that into perspective and actually just like not wrestle with it but just be like well it's not what I want because someone else told me something else but like mm-hmm. how do I see myself now listening to him because he does see something that I don't see or he knows something that I don't know right. I feel like that's what it is not saying that's what it is today but in that story it's something like God told Adam Adam you're supposed to now tell Eve Eve knows this but Eve is listening to like two different sides of the story it's mm-hmm. just kind of like who are you going to pick to listen to like the person that knows God and like the person that is actually one of the best for you mm-hmm. or something that looks good and that looks pleasing and you're just like well I think yeah that's a really good point because it, it just shows like how intricate the story is it can be interpreted in different ways like how we look at it as like a society and like as individuals and it just made me um one of the pointers that you said was how it really how it translates to what was the ultimate consequence because you know like um looking at the story it was they many people would say the consequences were unfair right and many people say okay eve was given more more blame and more punishment for the act when they both committed it and when i was reading the story over and looking into it more uh, it was said that in the story Eve was given the pain of childbirth. She was, for the consequences of eating the fruit, they were forbidden from the Garden and from Garden of Eden, and they they were given gifts they were given consequences and eve one of those was the pain of childbirth and also how can I put it? Like submissive to men or inferior to men. And I don't know if that's true. Or that's what certain people say or that's how the story was passed down if that was something that really happened based on the foundation like I said many people use it to justify how women are treated but also it said of that Adam was given she he was basically led into a type of slavery where he had to provide for himself he had to fend for himself he had to provide the food that he needed on his own he was no longer able to be supplied by god in that way so it just makes me see how many women and men face different consequences in life do you think that's true today do you think that there's ways that of course I would say in my life I would say I see it but do you see that still exists today I'm not saying it depends on where you are or where you live but it, it really does because some communities in the world aren't as developed as like the United States so they don't mm-hmm. have the privileges that women have so like me saying this it does sound privileged and in psychology like I was saying there's the common perceptual distortions there's the halo effect which mm-hmm. is just looking at something that's good or bad right. so I think that's just how I'm seeing it like looking at it now I think women have control of their bodies in the United States that doesn't mean that's happening in Africa that doesn't mean that it's happening in these different places right so then it just comes back down to well if i know better and i don't like address that situation 
people are just going to keep doing what's tradition or what they're used to. That's why we mm. have these educations, you know, for to tell these people, like, I know this is what the Bible says, I know this is what it is, but we have modern medicine, we have right. voices, you can't go do this, we're going to empower you to do that. That's what I think my daughter, like, role as a woman is to do that. Um, men, I think it's the same thing, that they just need to take ownership of what a man's role is, or just individually what you're going to do to, like, just better society and do something that's meaningful for people. Yes, I really agree. I really agree with that because I see like many people will stick to just the traditional and of course that's good in ways that to stick to the foundation but I think like you said growing and using that foundation to move forward and learn new things is really essential because we're in a different time like society has changed a lot it has evolved in ways we didn't expect it to and it still is continuing to do so so like how do we change with the time like sometimes I think having just an open mind is good because you don't have to change everything many I feel like I've seen a lot of people who are afraid of leaving things behind it's like a fear of of changing too much like not being true to what was said in the beginning what was right and just find I think we should find a balance as society like I always say that finding a balance of tradition and open-mindedness goes a long way and it really helps with like everything even just women's roles men's roles and just like I feel like like I said in one of my previous um, episodes is that we're all we all have both feminine masculine traits right that's good we all have innate roles inside of us right even if we're we're a specific gender we have a specific sexuality we all display many of the same things because there's a lot of things that are true and same for man and woman even though we learn different ways to show it we learn different ways to display it it's something that can be applied to relationships and trust kind of want to go along with like sin and what is the purpose of sin so when something interesting that I took from the story that wasn't really talked about much or I haven't heard about much was what did they gain from eating the fruit right so in the story it kind of showed that they gained consciousness based on eating the fruit right and when I mean consciousness it means like they were able to be aware that they were human they were aware like I like I would say like in the story said that they were able to cover their parts like their general area and stuff like that when after they ate the fruit and that's how God knew that they they did what they did do you think consciousness and basically knowing too much or being too entitlement is a form of sin based on that concept I know it's like far-fetched but I kind of saw that connection that I never heard before and I wanted to see what you thought about that about what happened after they ate the fruit and how that plays a part in how we experience sin and how we repent for our sins later on um I wouldn't have made that connection 
so you're saying that it's just kind of like oh okay okay I see the concept I think being self-aware to an extent is good it makes you a better leader it makes mm-hmm. you understand like how you can use your talents your gifts your abilities to like help other people and right. also you see how you experience is a bad thing because sometimes not everyone uses critical thinking they just follow things blindly yeah they get cold, like behavior that's how you get hit we're talking about some kill everybody <laughs> yeah we want everyone to have free will so right. i feel like that same aspect that you have you have to understand for yourself what is good and bad mm-hmm. so that you can use your own free thinking god gave you free will that mm-hmm. whole tree of knowledge tree of good and bad yeah it was a sin that's now like what it is in life so it's just kind of like how are you going to then use your free will so that you don't end up in that same situation where you're battling now sin and having to see that like this is bad this is good i feel like everyone knows that there's good and bad in the world but they have mm-hmm. to then identify where they're doing bad so they can continue to make good things so but- I, I guess yeah once you become more aware like it, it can be something you struggle with internally because your people are now going to trust you more because they think you know more so mm-hmm. you're not in a position of leadership where it's just kind of like you can't abuse that power and start telling people well no this is okay no because if you're right. like this and this bad god says this bad mm-hmm. so and yeah. judging too like like people don't remember sometimes that judging other people is a sin right and if you look at is every sin the same sin, right? If you do one sin, it's equivalent to doing another sin. So, like, don't judge, <laughs> basically. Right. So, right. Mm-hmm. I think I have to check myself with that all the time because I'll be like, yeah, love everybody, do this love, and then I'll be like, oh, I don't like that. And it's just right. kind of like a speech like, in my head. I'm like, okay, that's not what I meant. But it's just kind of like in the world, there's like people that have love and hate, like your haters are your motivators. Mm-hmm. It's just something like until so I address that in me, it's just right i i agree with that because i have to check myself too like i think being able to like self-correct and be aware of your mistakes that's okay because like we all make mistakes right but knowing that oh i'm about to do this or oh i'm just i'm judging this person i know better than that like let me correct myself i think that's definitely a good thing that we all like we should aspire to do and not just like beat ourselves up about oh like i'm just a bad person because i did this but acknowledging that okay i know better than to continue to do it again or do the same mistakes stuff like that so i think that's a really good point um I know we're running out of time a little bit, so I kind of want to end. I kind of wanted to go into... I kind of wanted to go into what relationship... What we can take from relationships now, like moving forward. What... Is there certain things that we should look for in relationships um, based on a story, based on our experiences, based on what we know? Um, would you would you say there's like key pointers that you see or experience that would be essential to a great, healthy relationship? That is a great question. And to your point, like you were saying earlier about like culture having an influence in that. I right. Think- it's good to identify where you see like healthy relationships within your family and like things that a woman not saying the role of what you have to do because no one makes you do anything mm-hmm. but like how you 
beneficial to your household. If your husband's not working, you're working. If he's cooking, like, you're cleaning. Like, just having a balance in that. And I think it's crazy, like, because um, Venus retrograde, not everyone is into astrology, but that's oh, I love like, astrology. relationships. Yeah. Right now, and I feel like everybody's taking that time to, like, heal relationships with their family because we're in quarantine. You're mm-hmm. thinking about, like, where you want to go in the future, what husband you want. Personally, I just feel like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Which is okay. <laughs> we're still young, so yeah. You're right. And then it's like college is that time when you meet people, so it's like you're interacting more, you're, you're talking to people, you're dating mm-hmm. people, right? But I think until you know what you want or that you know what you're looking for, it's just kind of like you're walking around blindly. Like, right. I and I think that starts with like you have to first trust yourself before you trust anybody else. So know that you are going to want the best for yourself. And then once you identify that this is good for me, this isn't good for me, you know what red flags are, you know mm-hmm. that this is not like, I've seen toxic, <laughs> it was toxic before. Right, same, <laughs> same, same, same. I've been in some situations and it's a grown, like you said, we grow from it. So like, it's, it's just like being young and even like, no matter what age you are, I'd say there's always room to grow and learn. Like we have to have certain, I feel like we have to have certain experiences to move forward and I'm big on like astrology too and it's just very it's like I love that everyone's like getting into knowing about themselves and exploring different parts of themselves and I've seen that a lot with quarantine I thought I was the only one but I was like okay you're doing it too I've seen everyone on Twitter Instagram like all my friends like just like researching about different things and getting to know each other from like different perspectives so i'm really happy about that and we have to do another video on talking because you just brought that up (laughs) i definitely want to have you back on the podcast because i really love this conversation i'm happy we can share this type of conversation with everyone and just unpack what we're thinking what we're learning and it's just good to have these conversations so i'm happy that we can I can have a platform to like bring more guests and I really want to have you back so we can talk about more stuff so thank you for thank you for coming thank you for being in this conversation I really appreciate it and um to reach out what would be best for people to reach out to if they want to learn more or like see your songs I know you're a singer you're an artist so plug yourself you know yes girl thank you for having me first um, this was like amazing and I definitely want to do it again so let me know for sure uh, you can reach me uh, like social media easiest is me me m-i-m-i underscore boo b-o-o-n-e 24 right okay it's okay i never i have like three um different social media platforms i just don't remember the names (laughs) yeah definitely if you guys are interested in music learning more about health and um holistic anything like i know you're very you you do extensive a lot like a lot of things like you're like myself like you do everything like i love your page so please go out follow and check her out and you guys um since we're in quarantine and finals are over 
be look out for more episodes of the Archangel podcast. I'll be here putting out things more frequently and consistently. So look out for that. And if you want to get more updates on everything, you can follow me at the Archangel Haniel, and that's at the Archangel Haniel on Instagram. And until next time, see you then.